0: What would you say you do here
1: you shut your mouth when you talking to me
2: no more shenanigans no more tomfoolery no more ballyhoo this man sucks.
1: cartoon casual podcast is back this week as always we are sponsored by the cellar door wine bar downtown kingman arizona uh let's see the folks down there have uh, this saturday casey frank which i know paul you've never actually seen him perform but casey frank is one of the gentlemen involved in the uh, local Kingman music studio?
0: He has two first names.
1: It's awesome, like so do Ricky you. Bobby. So do you, <laughs> like Ricky Bobby? <laughs> Poor Casey. I'm I can't kidding. wait. To, I can't wait to actually. He'll probably like that because I have no <laughs> doubt in my mind that no one's ever cracked that joke. Uh, Casey is a phenomenal guitarist and musician. That's and what singer, I understand. Yeah, and he will be playing. Excuse me, playing a cellar door Saturday on, night. Saturday this, Saturday this coming Saturday night, which would be the. 17th 18th the 18th we are told Except that uh, they said he's real musicians say he's really good yeah when yeah when jeremy foss the musician says he's really good they're really fucking he should good be there and it's going to be most likely a three-piece so he'll have a drummer potentially a bassist and he also sings very well you will
0: not be available yeah saturday night unfortunately is that correct i,
1: I won't be i don't know will you be are you working somewhere uh, I hope not. No, I don't have. I don't have anything going on. Okay. You gave me a fucking like little bit of panic there. No, I just uh, I just assumed no, you're going to be working. Put it somewhere. this way: we are going to be there. So that's you what I'm going to say. We're going to do a meet and greet, folks. Saturday, yeah. September 18th, uh, Cartoon Casual will be there with stickers and witty banter. You'll get a free podcast.
0: Bring your best. Yes, you get a sticker. Yeah. Oh, we'll give you a sticker. Yeah,
1: we well, you, you do, we'll do a sticker exchange. Bring us a sticker. Don't bring duct tape to put over our mouths. We're not into that and it's not going to happen.
0: We'll we'll even consider signing the sticker. We may
1: ooh ooh, <laughs> ooh They also have the
0: Was that an airplane?
1: It sounded like a motorcycle, but it could be an airplane. Okay.
0: Um they also have the 60 for six going on. They're trying to get rid of some uh, inventory and clear some, right?
1: It's weird that you said 60 for six, but it is. It, it, six for it's 60. A, it's the same as six for 60. But six yeah. bottles of wine for $60, they have fewer than 50% of that stock gone. Right. So trying they're to, trying they're, to get rid of some
0: uh, Out with the old and in with the nude. Out kind with of thing. the old,
1: in with the nude. So it, but it's a good deal. It's a great deal. Out with the old, in with the nude. I did not mean the to n- say nude. nude. The nude. So $6. Nope. $60 for six bottles of wine, $10 a piece. Some of these bottles of wine will go for uh, upwards of twenty-five to thirty dollars, so it's a really good value. Get down there and check that out. You know, that's so, a
0: lot. Of, let's just cut to the chase. That's a lot of getting drunk for sixty bucks,
1: for real. I mean, you yeah. can spread that out over yeah. a number of days, and it's mix and match, obviously from a from a list, uh, you know. But they're trying to clear out some inventory and yeah. trying to put in some different stuff, and so get down there. Cellar Door Wine Bar, downtown Kingman, Arizona, on Beale Street. And then go see Casey Frank on September eighteenth, this coming Saturday.
0: Yes, I shall.
1: Presumably starting around seven. Hell, get there at five. It's Saturday. You have nothing to do. They're musicians. What yeah, mean, they're, they're mus- not going to start in the. A... Not always, dude. Not always. Some are like clockwork. Roger Waters like clockwork. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And yep. also Primus. I've seen Primus three times. All three times. You can set your watch to that shit. Sh- literally set your fucking watch to the train Primus. Can leave starting. the station. Yeah. That's how. That's how. It's that's a, right. Like a Swiss train. Do you, Do you remember? Uh, uh, did I tell you about why that is? Les Claypool, the, the bassist and singer for Primus. You did, has, but I forgot. He has so severe obsessive compulsive disorder. And, folks, I don't mean like he likes his socks nice and straight mm-hmm. or he likes things nice and neat. He has clinical disorder that is a problem. So he's medicated most of the time. Okay. Okay. That's but awesome. Oh, It interferes with his playing. Got it. So he weans off of his OCD meds to go on tour. And they, they one of the it. things that he's obsessive about and uh, is is making sure that they start on time because if they don't, he has to like it, in his brain like it, it'll it'll just mess up the whole thing. Like the whole show will just be messed up for him.
0: You know, I, I can appreciate that. I mean, you know i what I'm absolutely can. how many concerts have you been to years ago where it's like it's 30 minutes after they're s- supposed to start?
1: How many uh, like? Well, honestly, lately in the past. Probably five to seven years. I've noticed them starting on closer to on time, but not as we're not with the precision as Primus or Roger Waters. Uh, but it mostly has to do like the most recent. Uh, I didn't even know this. Vegas has a sound ordinance, so I went to a concert a couple weekends ago, and uh, it was an outdoor concert. And in order for them to be done by eleven o'clock, and the 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 opening bands had to start immediately. And they like as soon as like. You'll see, you know that it was the last song for the opening band because you would see like like eight to ten roadies on the side of the stage, just kind of like, uh, 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 thank you, good night, boom. <laughs> and then as soon as as soon as they're like, hey, that's that your know, mic drop, those guys, the mic didn't even hit the ground. The roadies were on there just doing this it, and, te- yeah. and there was not even it was it was about ten to fifteen minutes. In no between. hope
0: for an encore.
1: No, not 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 yeah. one, no, not even a single one. But that was the other thing too, is that the the main band Revolution for you folks out there that like uh, white boy reggae, which I do. Uh, Revolution incredible concert. I already talked about him when I saw him in Flagstaff. Got the opportunity from a friend of mine uh, who hit me up the day before the concert and said, "Hey, I've got an extra ticket if you're willing to drive because I hate driving in uh, in uh, in big cities." But if, anyway, in order for them to play, for Revolution to play their really long uh, set, like the is you know the headliner, in order for them to be done by eleven o'clock, they had to start. There was no room for error. Gotcha. And I'm noticing that <clears throat> more and more. I like that. I do too. I'm I'm okay with that too because, I don't have a problem with that at all. Yeah. I mean, you kind of just know like I don't, know, I don't know, like they say doors at 7 concerts a day, but it's probably not going to start till 8:30 or 8:45. That was always just kind of an assumption for me for yep. over 20 years and I'm sure it was like that for you for there was the even longer.
0: Drunken cocaine and weed fueled years of the 80s were just like, eh, "fuck it, we'll start if we feel like it." Yeah,
1: right? Or like, let's start right now and it's like 7:15 You're like the sun's not even down yet, uh, Mr. <laughs> Skinnard. <laughs>
0: So, Joe, Pit. have a gander, gander around this studio, and we'll notice all the uh, candles. Yeah, I
1: feel like I'm in a fucking Catholic church. Which one of those did you light like for me? I'm going to start, uh,
0: oh, and never mind. I'm not going to repeat S- what I said earlier. Say
1: a little prayer for you. Yeah.
0: Anyway, notice how I go for the pillar, the large pillar candles.
1: Uh, yeah, I did notice that. It's very... Not so Catholic. It's soothing. Yeah. I like it.
0: It's more, and I, I'm also, here's what I've also learned, too. I've only got a couple that are uh, stinky, not in a bad way. I mean, that have uh, smelly, o- smelly, Aroma of some yeah. kind. Because sometimes they're overpower- overpowering. And then I thought to myself, I really started... I started thinking a little bit more. Like, you know, I, I don't think about much very at all. I don't really put a lot of effort into thought. Yeah, or, you never overthink anything you know, ever all the time. But this time I decided to. About okay. About candles. <laughs> and I started thinking about this. I thought, if we're going to have people in here in the evenings and firing up candles... We can't have a lot of stink stuff going on a lot. Some people might get really.
1: Some people don't like it. You
0: might know, could be allergic to it, even or something you, like that. You
1: can almost always count on like a like a cheap Walmart candle that's just straight up vanilla. Oh God! Because they're not going to be overpowering. Yeah. Because they're because you know what I mean. Because they don't put the extra oils in it, and whatnot. So no. and they, I I think vanilla is one of those sense that i don't know anybody i've never met anybody that didn't like vanilla would not, start i'm not shooting up was... the studio if they come in and it, vanilla <coughs> yeah you know and <coughs> you know start something just went dark well, i don't that's know what the, it, uh, is that the, was that the tv that you're, yeah, the, you Yeah,
0: the monitor we also have uh what we're playing uh during breaks and all that it's nice space music and we have on the monitor uh some orbiting uh from the iss probably yeah, it's
1: recording which is incredible because they actually now have i think it's an 8k Camera. oh yeah oh it's badass and it's yeah like they're this yeah. is only
0: 4k television but it looks really good yeah look at it I, mean, I do I do love yeah. that stuff and I've yeah.
1: definitely uh watched that to fall asleep to or put that on the background just the exact same that you did you it's put just on the-
0: extremely soothing to watch this you can look look at the one side here there's a there's a lit up area now is that volcanic stuff or is that city lights
1: those are city lights it looks Paul. like it's almost volcano. pilot <laughs> so is that a volcano or is that a city oh <laughs> god damn it it's good thing you. It's good thing you're in the aircraft repair business, right? And not
0: yeah. GPS really saves my bacon. All right. So anyway, so what I did, I, rep, I, I some of these are vanilla, but that's about it. But the rest of them, I bought a shitload, of a big box over there, and they're more expensive, but they're you know beeswax. Oh, just straight up beeswax. You know, Non, okay. and they're supposed to, supposed to last longer and be they do less toxic they, or less odorous or whatever. They're less odorous, but they oh, also odorous.
1: they they put uh, way more soot in the air. Oh really? Yeah, but you're, it's a big open area, so it just dissipates and well, gets into my lungs okay. as opposed to on your ceiling. All
0: right, but I'm concerned. <laughs> that's what I'm concerned about. What kind of candles should we have in here if we're going to kind of fire it up for ambiance during a recording with guests in here that aren't going to really people aren't going to sneeze, they're not going to have their eyes watering, they're not going gonna...
1: to. I think you should be. Uh, I think it should be seasonal, just like a like beers on tap. Mm-hmm. It's like in the fall, you definitely have so, pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. <laughs> And then in the uh, in the winter, it should be like a mixture of peppermint and like maybe... Uh, all right, but here's... Uh, no, no, honestly, stick with what you're doing. Beeswax, like, I don't, you think yeah, so? Be, yeah, well, I mean, bees, you don't have to spend all that much fucking money on beeswax candles, but if you have some... Look, I'm not local, dating right now. I got some free cash. It's
0: just sloshing around <laughs> in
1: my wallet. It's swimming around in there. Why don't you buy a gigantic candle? like a biggest one i can find the biggest candle you can find tallest right. thickest whatever you whatever you got to mm-hmm. find one that's going to last beyond my years i can tell you this woman that my mom uh knew she used to work with her 25 years ago she worked with her uh they worked together and then she had this side hustle that it, throughout the fall and the winter like getting up like up until like a week before christmas she would do she would make her own candles and sell them it was mm-hmm. just her little side hustle where a side hustle turned into a business like people actually wanted they, they liked them yes uh, And she was selling thousands of candles a month. Like, it was getting to a point where she ended up having to rent, like, a small area of a warehouse just to make the, you know, make the candles and then store them Uh for shipping. And it got to be so big that she sold the company about five years ago. Wow. That's incredible. It started off as a side hustle. It was just so smart. Here's what's interesting. Is
0: is that's not a very complicated business either. It's got your wax and your wicks.
1: It's really not. It's a, yeah. Your wax, your wicks, your scents. And and knowing how to mix that up and, and be profitable. But I'll tell you, one of the coolest things I ever saw her do. She made citronella candles and, and put them in five-gallon buckets and had eight wicks in them. Oh, you could yeah. Take them, you can take them camping with you because you put the lid back on and just... People would it, love it those. That's a great idea. My mom had one that burned, and I, as far as I know, she's only about three-quarters of the way down, and she bought it over 20 years ago. Wow. Now granted it's not being like you know it's like you the Clinton it's, administration or something yes right <laughs> it, potentially or first bush like the very beginning of the first bush like pre nine eleven. like you never forget your first bush my mom you never forget your first bush
0: so I'm so sorry about that and we have more reason to apologize and I'll tell you in a minute but go ahead oh no
1: we have more reason to apologize yeah but go ahead oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I just thought that was one of the coolest fucking things in the world: was this giant five gallon yeah. bucket of citronella.
0: And You just grab like to the handle, you just grab it and go, and take
1: it. Like I said, you can take yeah. it camping, take it to like take it to the you go to the lake, you go to this and that beach. It's like fucking know? smart, just smart as hell. So
0: everybody would love that candle. Like if you were to bring it, and then people would remember, hey, did you bring your big monster candle? Because we need that today. Yeah, and people would ask about it. That's I, a great idea. I
1: do think you should maybe not just steer away from lavender. Yeah. Lavender makes me sleepy. Right. Or maybe get a patchouli candle just to keep. It'd be like Mike. God, Mike, Mike, I saw Begon. that
0: and I went, oh, God. Mike no, be gone.
1: That's a mailman Mike. <laughs> mailman Mike, he hates that fucking patchouli. He gets so angry. So
0: what's on the other end of the uh, of the uh, lavender? If it makes you sleepy, what like per- perks you up? What would, what would
1: perk you up? Uh, coffee scented. I've, like I've smelled scent those. Would? Scent of coffee, absolutely. That's not a bad idea. That can't be too offensive to people. Yeah. Um, pomegranate. Uh, the pomegranate from Yankee Candle. Not Yankee. But, but are these are the natural scents? You know what I'm saying? You, I don't want no, chemical scents. No, this isn't. No, this is natural scent. It's because they're expensive. Like this, right. like their medium sized candle is like $35. Okay. I can't. It's not Yankee candle. It's another one. They they have parties. They sell like Tupperware. Oh. And I can't think of that. Yeah, they have candle parties. Okay. I hosted one at my house one time. Hmm. Well, my old, Bo and I's house. So Bo and I each got this big ass candle. And I got one that was, it was, I think it was actually patchouli because I fucking love the smell of patchouli. Um, But Bo got a pomegranate one that he would just burn in his bedroom. And when I moved into that bedroom probably two years later, it still smelled like pomegranates for like six months. Did it bother you though? No, I love it. It's a very fresh, like uplifting, like it's not citrusy. It's not as pungent as citrus, but it is that bright. It's a bright Mm -hmm. scent. So candle talk.
0: So here's Um, the other, here's what I love about that. We need a cartoon
1: casual branded candle. (laughs) It would smell like somebody who has no pants on. That, like he, what? Like that, what does that smell like? We have to like, gather some various scents from people. Yes. Like, pull their pants down. Yeah. And, then, and then get little swabs of in various crevices. We, we will be doing. We will be taking <laughs> crevice swabs on September eighteenth. That's a cellar door wine park. <laughs> no, we will not be just, doing just that. Just come we,
0: to the semi-private room area. The, we'll, se- the
1: semi-private room. You mean the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, that one. I always I used to call the sporty's bra- bathrooms uh, semi-private because oh, God, they didn't yeah. because they didn't lock. Um, anyway,
0: but notice the uh, the the sculpture I have back there which you've yeah, seen Yeah, the before. sculpture
1: is lit up with the candle; right. it looks nice. I love that.
0: See the way it casts the long shadow of the on, on the wall. Yes, Isn't the casting
1: lovely? of the long shadow. Anyway, of the sculpture. That's
0: Enough candle talk. So okay. guess who's buying a new uh, razor because of our. Uh, Previous show.
1: Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Is it you,
0: I hope? I already have one. Oh, okay. I already bought it. Oh,
1: I love it. Oh, my Who's God. Who's buying a new razor? Tom Valentine. And now you're going to go, what? So Mr. Valentine's listening to our podcast? Yes, he does. I. <laughs> now,
0: he actually, I was texting him today about a project that we're working on that you know of that we'll mm-hmm. be announcing at some point coming up. And uh, yeah. he goes, oh, by the way, I bought a new razor. It was a good suggestion. And I thought about it and went, razor? I went, oh, no. <laughs> we he always- listens
1: to <laughs> our our first reaction you can tell that Paul and I both come from divorced families because our first reaction to someone listening to our podcast is like i'm so sorry it's our like, first reaction what we say? is yeah like <laughs> our first reaction is i'm so sorry it's terrible i apologize
0: <laughs> what did i say yeah. I apologize to all the pygmy what does he uh, say the uh the um uh, the redneck guys that went around and the and the uh Oh, my God. It was, it was the comedy trio redneck guys that would go on tour. The redneck comedy tour or something the, like that. Uh, the, uh, <clears throat> <Blue clears throat> and Larry, Larry the Cable guy.
1: Blue he collar would, comedy tour. Thank you.
0: And he would say something really, really bad, and he would start apologizing to everybody. I'm uh, sorry I'm so for sorry. all the pygmies uh, in Africa. Uh, and, I, I, I apologize all
1: the pygmies in Africa for whatever, my, you know. my remarks. I do remember that.
0: So now I'm thinking, of course, after he's, you know half my morning, I'm thinking, what did we, what could I have said that probably would have offended... Mr. Valentine
1: which I'm sure there was, what what did you? Oh, what did you say?
0: I don't No, I didn't say anything I, I just said I am I think I said I apologize. I'm so sorry you have to hear our nonsense or something I
1: did he find it at least engaging or something like it's like it, it, He didn't exactly give us a compliment other than I got a razor. I did <laughs> <laughs> which is okay. That's fine if We're if, not sponsored if we get by one anybody. more person
0: to be more environmentally connected You need he's needs a common environmental kind of if you, guy if you can just reach one person one person one person like metal
1: razors less Plastic trash. Then we've done our job. By the way, folks, Tom Valentine is an accomplished set designer. No art, desi- art, uh, uh, art director. Art director. There we go. Art director for many well-known movies that you can. All of you have seen probably. Folks, he has uh, an extensive IMDb catalog. Like he's Guardians of the Galaxy one and two, Iron Man three, I think, or two. You can look it up um, and just
0: rattle them off if you like,
1: but. Uh, I I mean even going back to uh, he worked on Jumper with Hayden Christensen which is a cool movie Mm -hmm. and he worked on First Man. He built the he um, he built the the the, the lunar lander full
0: scale lunar lander.
1: um, I think he said he built two of them. One was built to, to look really good on the outside and then the one on the inside was functional for the yeah. For the for the actors. I think his you know, wife maybe worked on
0: that one too. But he also built uh, X fifteen. You know the X fifteen that kind of blew apart. Then Neil Armstrong was involved right. with or something, right? But I think that one. Um, I think that was Neil Armstrong in that one. But and, they didn't use that in the movie. I don't think.
1: No, that he said. Yeah, I said yeah, that's that's the bitch about working in, in in movies is I know that there's stuff that
0: all kinds of stuff that gets made, and then
1: sometimes yeah. there's things like I can't remember who the actress was she wasn't even in a movie. Like, this is recently. This is within the past six months. She didn't find out that her part got completely cut out until opening night, and she showed up in her gown and her walking on the, you know, red carpet. And they're like, oh, da 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 And then and she goes in, and then she's not even in the movie. Right. Because like nobody, nobody told her. It was, like, kind of a... It was one of those, oh, that's his job. Uh, Well, he thought it was his job, and she thought it was her job. And so now this poor woman actress... She still got paid. She did the work. It's sure. Not, but, like... I would imagine you feel like an ass. But anyway, yeah, I did work on, on First Man, and some of it didn't even end up in the, in the movie. I think his like...
0: first movie that was popular, let's say, was um, uh, Vegas
1: Vacation. Yes. Yes, that <laughs> is true, which is even, which when I, I was looking through his catalog, I'm like, Guardians of the Galaxy, it's like, Marvel, all right, that's probably bad. That's Jumper, that's pretty bad. Vegas Vacation? <laughs> uh, oh, and Armageddon. Yeah, yeah. He worked on Armageddon. He designed the spaceships in Armageddon. Oh,
0: remember when he told the story about uh, about uh, how it was wrong or something? How, like?
1: Yeah, he, told, he straight up told Michael Bay and other people like this is not, this, this is not is, how this, this would is happen. Not how this would work. This is why and this and this and this and they changed. They changed, they, they changed the course of the movie. So the so, whole, whole, whole fucking course of the movie because, because of, of Mr. Valentine. <laughs> Mr. Valentine. So if you can reach one person, and that one person is Mr. Tom Valentine, to change the thank you, thank you for listening. Changes shaving protocol. Thank you for shaving, uh, changing your shaving <laughs> protocol. God, and we apologize for anything else. Oh, God, anything and everything else.
0: His son is also accomplished. Uh, he's of course uh, younger. That's the way it normally works, right? Your son is younger than you are if you have a son. Like I'm not a doctor. Or anything. I don't. I
1: don't work in obstetrics or pediatrics, but I'm pretty sure you, you your son's a... going to be younger than you. Okay.
0: God damn it, Paul. <laughs> is uh is a, uh, a Michael McKay Valentine is a cinematographer. Yes. I think you've seen some of I have his I've seen stuff some before.
1: of his his videography and it's it's, uh, it's pretty, pretty freaking sharp. It's, it's amazing yeah. what it is. He's so, on point for sure.
0: He's doing some kind of a thing now on uh, his son is in Los Angeles now doing a uh some kind of special on the art world and somehow he goes Mr. Valentine, to his credit, is a little bit secretive when he tells me these things. But that's all he knows. Well, because
1: I'm sure he has to. So of, way, yeah. He probably he probably assigns more non disclosure agreements in his lifetime than anybody ever. More than will.
0: likely. Here's a fun fact <laughs> uh, about Please. about the movie business. He was talking. I said, some of the stuff is probably such a pain in the ass because you can't use. You know, how do you choose it to to put a? Uh... I said, here's what's weird about me. If you've got a Coke can in a scene and you can you can tell it's a Coke can. I said, I'm bothered by that it's product placement he says yeah which it is i said but i'm really bothered by if it's not a real product like fred's coke or something or fred's cola like a
1: fred's cola but it it looks like or it just says cola but it's in the font of coca-cola i said
0: i can't help but look at something like that and see what see what it is you know what it is yeah yeah so that's how fucked up i am i don't like product placement but i also don't want a fake cola either so there now i'm torn
1: so you don't want your cake and you definitely don't want to eat it too
0: (laughs) Right, so we started talking about product placement and things like that, and I said, this, this must be a pain in the ass to do, uh, to satisfy all these. He goes, we have now people in the movie industry, like a whole person or a small crew, that's responsible for not letting that kind of shit slip or get fucked up or
1: so they don't get sued. To just go through every frame to make sure there's nothing in there.
0: And here's how bad it is. I, I think that he said, he said, uh, and I don't think I'm revealing anything in the movie industry, because you know, people know about this, um, but he said that when you shoot a movie, I said this happens sometimes. If you shoot a movie and you're in the your middle of, I don't know, off the distance there's a city and there's some billboards out there. Now, of course, you don't want to have um, somebody's company that you're showing that they don't want it to or whatever. You know, They may want to get paid if you're showing a billboard that's an actual business or something. So there's that. Okay, I, I get that. But he said the actual people that now own certain fonts are coming after the movie companies because oh, it's, man. it's not the ads. It's the font. Yeah. That you're shooting in this movie that happens to be in a scene, caught in a scene for a few frames, and I went, "Oh my god, this is just killing all the possible romance of making a movie."
1: Yeah, it
2: <laughs> it, it, it,
1: it. I kind of understand some of the directors that are that are batshit crazy because they have to wade through all that bullshit. Yeah, and, and they can assi-
0: with enough money, you can assign that. To, yeah, oh, i sure. It's like, oh my god,
1: that just adds to the bloat. You know. Yeah. So what they do is,
0: like, like Michael McKay's piece, is it's, uh, I think it's uh, Christian Dior, or Dior or whatever, I think. I hope I'm not going to mess that up. God, I hope that's right. Yeah, is a company that's paid for a lot of these uh, uh, long extended ads
1: yeah. that are running in Europe. Which uh, sounds about right, uh, because yeah. I know Dior is one of those that, that does that. Really artsy, Cal- fartsy, avant-garde Klein. kind of really interesting things. Um, Calvin Klein used to do that in the 90s. That he used to have mm-hmm. those, and he was usually like a Super Bowl commercial or something right. like that, and now... You know, you got YouTube, so you just release on YouTube, and it's a long-form commercial, say, on TV. It's mm-hmm. like eight eight minutes long or ten minutes long or something like that. I think
0: the one was – I think it was Jordan. that did it. You knew of the surfer guy? that was a surfer. I think it was in ho- – uh, It was, it know, was or or in ho- Australia. Australia, um, um, and yeah. I can't
1: remember who it was. But it
0: had to do with cleaning up the oceans and it, stuff like that. Dior's y- trying to get yes. this, uh, this uh, presence or whatever, this, this – um,
1: uh, reputation whatever a Re- reputation for uh, for being more more environmental more sustainable, and more and more sustainable. Kind of, instead of like you know. producing a lot of glass or plastic they're 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 trying to do a reusable line right where you do refillable you know you have
0: and he did like a 15 10 minute 50 minute thing with uh, mr. Johnny Depp that was kind of interesting yes. so
1: and I brought that up to
0: someone uh, about something I said, God, not to see Depp. but I said, well, I guess he's still, of course, he, there's a reputation of him, you know, that he was sued by his ex-girlfriend or something, I Which, guess. But, oh, God. But for v- domestic violence or something, I don't know what's when, going when, on. With- when
1: it's been documented that she was the one that did all sorts of horrible shit to him. Right. Cut one of his fingers damn near off. He has no feeling or movement in his pinky because of it. Wow. You know, things like that. Like, she she was, and, and it's there's audio recording. I've listened to probably about 15 minutes of probably 45 minutes or so of audio recordings that are out there and he sued the inquirer or some other no it was the it was, it was one of the one of the tabloids in the UK was it the sun maybe he sued them and lost uh-huh. in court he sued them for uh for libel uh-huh. because they called him a wife beater and this and that and the other and he never did any of that stuff in fact he was Charge. This, this is one of the then, freedom
0: of the press thing. They can just say whatever they want to. Kind yeah, of they is say whatever they...
1: the fuck they want, and then he sued him for libel. And they said no reasonable person would believe that it's satire, which I think is fucking bullshit. Because you got oh, a guy, God. you got a guy who's losing jobs because he's been painted as this piece of shit when he's really not. You know, did they God. have conflict? Yeah, did it make make it public because they're both celebrities? Yeah, but when that those audio recordings came out, and then her deposition, uh, uh recording of her. When they asked her about this stuff, she flew off the handle into a rage and started cussing at the cops. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Obviously, this woman has... And look at Johnny Depp. Does he seem like he has an explosive personality? Not even a little bit. No, I don't. He doesn't even get angry. Yeah, right. <laughs> he doesn't even get angry in his movies. Yeah, he
0: does seem like he's kind of a maintains an even strain kind of guy.
1: Very Maintain and even strain.
0: <laughs> That's Mr. Depp.
1: Oh. Anyway, so there anyway. You go.
0: Did you see my uh in fact you tried it. No, you only saw it. You tried my sort of my partial invention.
1: Drink. Oh, Paul. Paul's got cold brew coffee with half and half and a splash of root beer. So what
0: happened was, what's well, a little more than a splash, what happened was I was doing cold brewed. I put it over ice, and it was like it had halfway. I went, "Oh. It's only halfway." You know, I want to drink it
1: oh you ran out of coffee that's what was. yes that's
0: what it was so I put about a shot's worth of root beer because I saw these cute little AW root beer bottles oh look at those they're so cute so I bought some root beer and um, so I put about a shot of root beer in there and went I'm still gonna put
1: some half and half
0: it tastes pretty good you tried it yeah it's not bad
1: no it's delicious it's kind of like
0: that's kind of almost a drink
1: and one of the flavors in root beer that's heavy in there is vanilla and Mm -hmm. that goes really well in coffee anyway but then you get the other like botanicals and Mm -hmm. it's good and yeah. it, remi- it kind of reminded me of, like, my like my grandfather every once so in a while would put, like, whole milk into his Coca-Cola, right. which sounds gross, but it's actually really good. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. And, and that's yeah. an old-timey uh, Coca-Cola thing. Also, yeah. I blew someone's mind yesterday. Okay. okay. I'm ready. So, I don't know his last name. It's Carl. He owns the antique shop downtown. He drives the, the old Model T Ford. I know what you're talking about. Right? Yeah. So, I was sitting next to him at the wine bar. Was it yesterday? No. It was Saturday. Sitting next to him at the wine bar. And uh the bartender gave him a Coca-Cola, but didn't happen to notice that it was it wasn't quite cold. It was from like the middle of the rack, and he had just kind of stocked it. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Hey, do you mind if I have a cold, uh get a ice cold one or get some ice? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, I could I'll take care of that. And I said, Carl, you know that Coca-Cola was invented prior to refrigeration, and it's actually formulated if you drank warm. Pepsi was invented after refrigeration it was meant to be drank cold he said you know i did not know that so he opened it up and took a drink of it he said what that's actually pretty good yeah so then he drank it without ice and without getting a cold one nice and his wife was like are you really gonna do that you've drank coca-cola almost your entire life as long as we've been married they've been married i think like 50 years and he's like i I don't know i didn't know that And 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 then i said i looked it up on my phone and i showed him i said look here and you know it's like Mm-hmm. prior to refrigeration da, 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 that's why coke and pepsi taste differently if you drink them cold but if you drink coca-cola warm and pepsi cold they taste virtually identical and you can't even tell them apart nice yeah i didn't know that either. it's a it's a it's one of those strange little
0: i know i'm from atlanta i'm fact- supposed to know it's, these things i'm not from atlanta but i've lived you, there for quite a many years. yeah you've
1: lived there enough <clears> years it's like me saying i'm pretty much from kingman now at this point because i've been here 24 years right
0: it's like uh, delta that's their home headquarters and coca-cola like that's their two big corporations, right? That are there's the other ones too, but that's their home bases. Is
1: Isn't there uh, and, uh helicopters? The helicopter people. Home
0: Depot is uh, based in Atlanta also.
1: Popeyes Chicken. Uh, I think Waffle House is. Oh, I, oh, Waffle House. I don't know
0: about Popeyes Chicken. I don't. I'm not no, sure. I know that
1: they are. I, oh, they are. Yeah, yeah my my ex wife, Porsche's mom, she uh, she works for Popeyes Chicken management training. It's called Chicken University. Okay, and it's a whole floor of some high rise, and it's just like uh, mock up, like work. Well, working, you know, functional kitchens where they teach people. They teach uh, middle management and upper management there, and so she was there for I think like six weeks or something like that when we were together. Okay, and uh, yeah, that's where their corporate headquarters is, which is funny because it's Louisiana style. So chicken. Delta, so
0: anyway. do you know how Delta got its name?
1: No, but I'm sure you're gonna tell me. Because they started in Mississippi in the Mississippi Delta. You know what I think? I did. It, I did know that you told me about that. Because it, it started from a small. It was a cargo cargo a operation. Crop dusting. Crop dusting. That's what it was.
0: And it was because of the bull weevil. That was the main reason the bow weevils were getting in all the cotton, and they,
1: uh, you know, did you know had that the company? To, there's a giant statue of a, a bull weevil in Enterprise, Alabama. Really? Yes. Because why? I'm trying to remember the exact reason it it has to do with once they discovered the like when when they had a bull weevil like outbreak that destroyed was it cotton
0: cotton was for the that's what it it was for Delta Airlines or
1: Delta whatever the
0: crop dusting service
1: um, when when the bull weevil went through and decimated you know their 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 main cash crop in the area Mm -hmm. they diversified what they grew in that area because they realized they could grow damn near anything. So they okay. diversified and they didn't grow as much cotton around Enterprise, Alabama. So they, and, and Enterprise blew up because of it.
0: Oh, so they're kind of thanking the bull And weevil. they're thanking, the, they're honoring <clears throat> the bull weevil. So
1: they have a giant statue of a bull weevil in Enterprise. In, uh, in, when you uh, say Enterprise. giant, what do you mean? 15 feet tall on a 20 foot tall, like 15, probably, no, probably a 10 foot tall uh, bronze sculpture on top of a 10 foot tall base. That's a big old boll weevil. It is a large
0: boll weevil. So here's something I didn't know until not that many years ago. In fact, this is what I learned. You learn, you, you you keep your eyes and your brain open, and you learn all the time. So and I feel bad about this. So I remember, you know, there's the Delta Blues, Mississippi Delta. There's this one group called the Delta something blues people in Atlanta. And I'm thinking, I know the Mississippi Delta. I, I was thinking that the Delta, when they say the Mississippi Delta with um, – um, of the uh, Delta Airlines, where it was, is the, the way the Mississippi River would come down and they would split off into a bunch of different fingers down near the Gulf and kind of form a Delta shape. Okay? Right. And I guess that is a Delta of a river, I think. I Maybe mean, People can correct me. Yeah. But the Mississippi Delta, that's not what that is. Mississippi Delta is up further in the state of Mississippi where it's it's the section between the Mississippi River and the some other river. And that's where the blues really started between these rivers. That's called the Mississippi Delta. And I learned that, I think, on the Robert Johnson Netflix thing like last year or two years ago or something. I went, hey, wait a minute. In my fifty whatever years old I am, I started looking this up. I going, no shit. The whole my entire life, I'm thinking the Mississippi Delta is where, is like, the mouth of the Mississippi where it dumps off into. Yeah, the, that's
1: what I figured. That the that's what it was. So that's the delta of any other, like the yeah, like the, delta, the Nile the delta, delta river, is, is yeah. northern Egypt where it meets the ocean. So
0: maybe I am wrong still again. I don't know. Maybe, but when people say like the Delta Blues, like Mississippi Delta Blues, what they're talking about is more up in the state between. I'm gonna look it up during the break. It's what yeah, we're we'll gonna we, do. And then uh, and not not where it dumps into the, you know, not where it goes down by Louisiana and or New Orleans and stuff. Well, OK, <clears throat>
1: well, at that point, then let this point. Let's take, let's take a break. Let's, let's and do we'll, that. We'll do we'll research and come back. We'll be back. All right.
2: Down, let all your feet, that you home with me, would you in my house? Boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love to see you walk, up and down the floor. Talking to me, that baby talk. I like it like that. When you talk like that, you knock me dead. are all my feet. How 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 how. Whoa. That talk And whisper in my ear Tell me she love me I love that talk That baby talk She knocks me dead Right off my feet How, 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 how Yeah, yeah My baby
1: some corrections to we be certainly do, and okay. I've been living a lie inside myself living a lie inside yourself okay right. first and foremost, the Mississippi Delta, also known as the Mississippi Yazoo Delta, is a region in that's it's mostly, like central it's most of, mostly in Mississippi but also in a little bit of uh, southern Arkansas and a small chunk in uh, Tennessee. Between
0: the Yazoo the, River, between
1: the Yazoo River and the Mississippi River, and that's it's where a, they, they a, think the blues really started. Exactly, that's the and it's alluvial floodplain. It was it was you know, but it had been drained by the time it really kind of got that name. But it was da- technically a delta. It's so,
0: so humid there that we can feel the humidity from here. Almost. Yes, that's how humid it is. Yes,
1: there. I'm hot and sticky just thinking about it. <laughs> the Mississippi River Delta is south of New Orleans as the Mississippi River has, you know, hits the Gulf of Mexico. it dumps its sediment and it, yeah, in the, a triangular shape. The river uh, slows down uh, because it's hitting you know, uh, salt water. A, a lar- basically, a larger body that doesn't really move as much as a river. And then as the river slows down, the sediment drops out of solution and, and deposits and turns it to a delta, shaped like a triangle. There we go. Okay, so there's that. So now and, you know
0: that when you think of Delta Blues or Mississippi Delta Blues, now you know what it is. Yes. It's central northern a little bit of every it's, it's a big old area between the two rivers right
1: okay so I don't get that straight which out, brings us God. to brings us to your incorrect information
0: so I thought that Delta Airlines was named after because they were started crop dusting in um, in, the in the Mississippi Delta Delta region. Delta like southern Mississippi near where the Mississippi were dumped out in in New Orleans uh, area but anyway that's not the case at all it um, according to Wikipedia which I'm gonna assume might be correct um says the company's history began with the world's first aerial crop dusting operation called Huff. The world's first—that I didn't know—called Huff Daland Dusters, founded 1925 in Macon, Georgia. So that's two states away. The amount
1: of things that started in Georgia that you don't realize started in Georgia, even though you're from Georgia, cracks me the fuck up. Like the right, like the Black Crows. Right, I think they're from Georgia, where Yeah, I he looks it up where they're from turns oh, they're out from, I mowed their lawn or turn, something yeah, it turns out they practice across the street or something. <laughs> they're from the same town, <laughs> so Delta didn't get its name from that. They named itself after that, but not because they right. were in that region which so is it's
0: making yeah too to combat the boll weevil, that's part's true infestation of cotton crops um but they and then they named the they got a bunch of investors together and called it Delta Air Service. It was incorporated on December 3rd, 1928 and named after the Mississippi Delta region. So this region did grow cotton a lot, but they had nothing to do with where apparently Delta
1: Airlines really was. <sighs> okay, which brings us to so. the next point. I was wrong. It's not, <laughs> the statue in, in downtown Enterprise, Alabama, is not, of, it's not only a giant bull weevil. It is a woman holding a giant bull weevil over her head. That's the, that's the whole statue, and it is a gigantic bronze statue. Right, and it turns out that I was correct. I was I remembered that it was that was nine years ago the last time I even thought about it because I was going I, I stayed a couple nights in Enterprise, Alabama. I helped a friend of mine move. Uh, she had just sold her house in Alabama and was moving her things from there to Kingman. To uh, she was a travel nurse who decided to take a permanent position sure. here in, in Kingman, and. I my family was uh, would go on vacation to Panama City, Florida, which is only a forty five minute drive or so from Enterprise. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, "Hey, would you uh, want to help me drive?" And I said, "Yeah, that's fine. Just you know, pay for a hotel and all that stuff." And she did, and we spent a night in New Orleans and had a great time and whatnot, and got to Amarillo by morning. It <laughs> was an eighteen hour day, eighteen hours of driving. I did that day across all across uh, from New Orleans to Amarillo, Texas. That was a rough day, but it was fun. Whatever. Yeah. But, now, but she told me about the bull weevil and what it is. Is that the uh, about 1915 or so? or Excuse me, by, by 1915, the bull weevil showed up in that region and was just decimating crops. By 1918, 90 of the crop, the cotton crops, have been eaten by bull weevils. The little fucker was de- it, decimating. That, yeah, that, know, that just, one bull weevil, um, <laughs> the one that's on top one, of it. The, the, th- they've uh, the, they've what's it called when you in case it? they they bronzed it, <laughs> they bronzed it like like you would a pair of baby shoes, right? So, uh, yeah, the bull weevil decimated these crops, which uh, so, uh, some southern gentlemen decided it was a good idea. Hey, why don't you guys plant peanuts instead? Because they can't get in the we ground. You have, to, we have
0: to imagine him saying it though in a long drawl, southern drawl.
1: I can't even do the southern drawl very well. Later. Well, y'all,
0: what y'all's got is a bug problem. We need to build some stuff that we can grow some crops.
1: Below the ground. Below the ground. Think about the below the ground children. That's where the Decide. bugs aren't below the ground. Them bugs ain't they ain't they ain't gonna get down in the ground. You
0: know, it's kind of like it's kind of like makes like such common sense. It's like oh my god, how are we gonna get rid of this? We gotta right. We gotta get the right critters. Gotta get the right poison. got right. And he just kind. Why don't you just grow something underground?
1: Put it all under the ground. And kind of turns a little slowly like it, toward, it, towards it, them. and it probably wasn't even that huh. rich southern gentleman who's you know it was probably some sharecropper. Was like, why don't we just plant things? that can't be eaten, that were, that are not above the ground, something in the ground. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea that I just had and stuck it, probably stole it from some sharecropper. <laughs> so that's how they got rid of the—they didn't get rid of the bull weevil necessarily. They just got rid of the stuff he wants to eat. And that, folks, is why Enterprise Alabama has a giant statue with a humongous bull weevil on top.
0: Because they're like glad that the bull weevil like made them change out of— out of um you are distracted do you see things or I, hear I, things you looked around like there was something out there and then i had to look around like i keep looking at stuff i'm paranoid it's so the problem is okay it's now dark okay so we have lo- some candlelight inside here we can see out the windows we're not kind holding of
1: we're not holding hands no we're not holding uh, hands. but there's
0: some lights out there, out, out out there and you can kind of see through the hangar, and you can't really see 100 percent, but you just you don't know what's going on out there so it's a little bit creepy right joe it is creepy, a little creepy. joe creepy. creepy joe oh no.
1: creepy joe Sleepy. I'm sleepy, Joe, right now. You are.
0: Um, I'm going to uh, create uh, a piece of art.
1: Okay. Which I've done like before. Like right now?
0: B- no. no. <laughs> it's not like I'm going to go to the bathroom. That's my code for going to the bathroom, create a piece of art. Is that what that is?
1: I hope not. No. Um, Your art is shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cracked off a good one yesterday uh, or fr- Saturday or something. I so yeah uh, somebody said oh, yeah my gut instinct is to do this i'm like you should always go with your gut you should not me because my <laughs> guts have shit for brains oh and i'm just yeah. but i also realized later on i was like man that's fucking funny and then i realized i 100 percent stole it from john cusack in high fidelity oh, like yeah. one of my favorite movies of all time you think one of those
0: things that kind of came around finally came around in your fi- yeah i say, and- it
1: was like i just because re- he goes i usually when it comes to relationships i used to go with my gut but now i realize my guts have shit for brains Gotcha. And I stole that, but it was still funny anyway, whatever. All right, so um,
0: I just thought I needed to create some kind of a quick piece of art that looks kind of cool that I can use the materials that I know how to use, like composite stuff. Okay. Okay?
1: Boring. I'm
0: I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So I thought because uh, I'm starting to hang stuff up in the studio here now, and I thought, okay, we got enough. I've got one sculpture over there, got some candles over here, got a whale bone and some other thing. Well, let, you know, the shit I've got in here and these and this stuff on the wall it looks pretty good. But I thought I need some kind of a uh, three dimensional piece that's hung on the wall. Something I don't want an aviation thing because God knows I got plenty of shit around there. So I need something else, some kind of a, a sculpture of sorts or something like that. So I started just looking around, and I thought, oh, but this, so I found some stuff that I like, and what it is is, but it's kind of, almost passe now, or something in a way. Um, Is it popcorn ceiling?
1: (laughs) I should just popcorn this entire, this entire insulation, these beams up here, everything. Somebody, somebody posted a fucking meme, or I, I I found a meme somewhere, and I put it on, uh, on Facebook or Instagram, or something that said, popcorn, or no, uh, barn doors are will be in 20 years will be looked at the same way we look at popcorn ceiling now yeah and boy that was a controversial fucking statement i i there are i got several messages from people going what's wrong with what's wrong with farmhouse doors and I'm like it's not a farm it's not a, it's a fucking barn door dude right it's on a track and if you put that over your bathroom i'll 100 percent just leave the fucking door open when i take a shit because you're gonna hear all the bathroom sounds anyway it offers zero right. privacy and nobody likes it you think it looks good, but people thought popcorn ceiling looked good, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's acoustically better. It keeps down echo. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, whatever. It's still a fucking pain in the ass to remove. It's, That's all I know terrible. about popcorn ceiling. Anyway. The answer is no. I'm so not going to do popcorn ceiling. So what's, the, what's, what's passe? What is it?
0: All right, so I start looking at... <laughs> at uh, at wall sculpt, you know, stuff that was three-dimensional, but cool things to hang on your wall, which I hate doing. It's like, God, can't you think of your own? But I do have some things that I could do, but I don't want to do aviation stuff. I've got some pieces that would look really cool if I were to paint them a funky color.
1: And, You've now just said that twice. Are you sure you don't want aviation no, stuff? No, I don't, because people want me
0: to do it, and i got got plenty to
1: look at. Me so, thinks the DOS protests too much. You're right.
0: So what I, I found a couple of really cool things. What I found was, in this, but I've seen this before, and it's been around for a while. Is like a uh, a portion of a of a human female body sculpture, not an actual female human body that you put up on the wall, Joe. Okay, and um, and I'll show it to you because I I've I've made some uh, some pictures here, but I found a couple of them that were that were metal. They were really cool. I like the way that metal looks for for art. I said, God, you know, I could do, I could do, I could kind of copy this idea. A lot of things are copied, you know, whatever.
1: Get good ideas from other places. Good art is always stolen. Right. That's the that's the quote. And I so I thought
0: I could do that thing, but I could be it could be like a composite, um, or either a you know, carbon fiber, but it could also be like a like like a grid, like in a carbon fiber roving that follows a female form, if you will. Okay. Uh, and then I thought, but I am not going to carve that out of. I so said either I'm going to get a, a hunk of foam, big foam, and carve it and, and shape it and sculpt it for a while. But I don't know if it's going to look good when I'm done. So it's going to be a lot of time invested. So I was thinking about time. I think i got to go from zero to the thing quickly. So I started going on Amazon, and I found a whole bunch of – you can buy mannequin pieces and stuff – Uh, Of or plastic forms that you put shirts on or clothing, or you can get from their knees to their neck.
1: You know, for you you see all these things around, and yeah, there's a term for that. Like seamstresses use them, or people that create a lot of their own clothing from right. And you can you can adjust them to your dimensions, and then you mock up clothes on there, and then you you know do all. that. What I was
0: trying to find was an actual styrofoam one that had arms stuff that I could actually cut the arms and move them in a certain position and I but I couldn't find one of those but then I found a bunch of uh of uh, molded plastic ones that are like the front part of a woman's body naked body i mean there's no detail in it with they're either you know white or black plastic but it's thin plastic with a lightweight frame but it's kind of open in the, it's open in excuse me it's open in the back sorry about that it's open in the back um but you can still hang shirts and, and clothes and stuff and have them in a window so it takes the form of a Female with clothes on, it. yes. But it's it, it's inexpensive, and you can buy these things. God, I, I bought. So I went ahead to order some. I got four or five. So you
1: bought uh, some sex dolls. All right, got yeah, it.
0: Well, I'm starting to look look through there, I'm, and, and you can buy. There's other things in there, but I also know that it's funny because it's a business account that I, or I have a couple different accounts. But I know that Ashley probably had to go on Amazon today uh, when art with a business and, and buy something. Oh, I'm just, and, and she saw that popped up, and she didn't even say I had to go to Bullhead and do something. I came back and. No one's really saying anything. We're just kind of talking. Okay, you'll see tomorrow. And I'm thinking, I wonder if she actually saw those human female
1: body parts that I'm buying. she's worked for you for so long. I'm sure she's not weirded out by anything she's seen you buy on Amazon. So what I'm going to do is this. So here's what I'm going to do.
0: I'm going to take one of these things, and I'm going to put some mold release on the back of it. And I may also take some of my two-part expanding foam, kind of like I did for Mike's. Carbon
1: fiber. Oh the Darth Vader helmet. Or the Not uh Darth Vader. The, it's it's a, stormtrooper. stormtrooper helmet. Yeah. Out yeah,
0: of carbon fiber. And fill that up and I can pop it off and I'll have this foam shape of thing. And then I can put my carbon fiber roving, which is like it's like fat string, and you can wet it out and you can make a, a grid or a lattice and it follows the shape of their curvy hourglass and breasts and clavicles. There's a pretty strong clavicle in this, I gotta show you. Oh
1: my god. Um and uh, I I like the I hope we didn't lose anybody on this one. Folks, this is what I have to deal with. You guys only have to deal with like an hour, maybe an hour and a half of this guy a week. Right.
0: I deal with this all the time. Okay, so this is the this is the piece of artwork that I saw that I thought, that's kinda cool. But I could do it a little bit differently. But this is like a bunch of either bolts, I'm sorry, nuts or washers or something. Isn't that kind of cool?
1: That is really cool.
0: Yeah. So okay. so but I've seen stuff like that before in other houses years ago and I thought you know what, I wonder if that's kind of like a
1: 90s thing or something, and it's not. I don't think that the uh, sculptions of the female form are a, quote, 90s thing, because I think they go back uh, at least to the 80s.
0: <laughs> you, or you, you, thousands you, of years. For that, there we go. There we <laughs> You caught
1: my sarcasm there. So this is you? what
0: I bought. I bought four of these.
1: Okay. <laughs> Only, wait, wait. There's four of them. Hangers set of four bucks. women's torso, female plastic, hanging mannequin body forms in black. Hmm. So it's open in the back. So what I'm gonna do is
0: because this is the fullest one you could buy without full arms and stuff like that. Now, if you look at those other other pieces that I showed you, the other sculpture thing, uh there's only part of an arm that's a little bit longer and part of a leg is not but I want to be able to to bend this a little bit. So I'm gonna get one of these and slice it a little bit to where I can have like like a spine almost and kind of move their hips a little bit and and stick them in the right position oh that I want. Oh my
1: God. I, I feel like maybe you should have just bought a sex doll.
0: am this is not for sex.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: And then, then I can pour the foam and have it be and then I could take you know, rather than having using these bolts or nuts and things, I can then have the I can have my carbon fiber going in a cool grid shape and then remove all the foam and then have this cool Open frame lattice black carbon fiber shape of, of a female that looks kind of like that on the wall.
1: Thoughts? I like it. I think you should do that. Okay. Although I don't know about the wall. Where should it be? Well, I don't know. Middle of the podcast table. I don't know. I think it would be. I don't know. I think it would be actually really cool anywhere. Like, there's I'm, another
0: one that's a little smaller. See yes,
1: yeah. Do, do I think it's really cool? Do people have these of the of like the like? Like men?
0: Yes. Oh, okay. I looked
1: at those up too. Okay.
0: Um, they're they're all over the place. But I know I've I've seen. I I am certain I've been in someone's rather ritzy house years ago that had something like this. But like and I thought, God, I wonder if that's just old. But these are for sale. If you go on, I found these for it, sale. I no, mean, that's it's really cool. That's a lot of money, though. You know, it's it's. It's not like fifty bucks or a hundred bucks or a couple hundred bucks. It's
1: probably a few thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. It, it's
0: kind of it's kind of up there. But I thought if I can make one look that kind of cool,
1: you know that that kind of nice. See, there's a wire sculpture. It's gigantic. It's probably twenty five feet tall. Look, Down look at the in, clavicles in Tucson. Yes, I see the well defined clavicles, Paul. Okay, Jesus. <laughs> there's a giant wire sculpture in downtown Tucson. For those of you who don't know, why we say sculpture. We don't need to address it. Okay. Tucson wires Sculpture. Stuff.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, and there's there's a bunch of them all over town, but this one is humongous. This is um like all part of Havasu, is that what you said? No, Tucson. Not oh, even close. I'm so sorry. Jesus. And it's right next to the road. When you drive past it, it's like it's distractingly. What is it? Of? Big. It's of a woman. It's a it's a nude female figure. Okay. Legs all the way up through the arms and everything in a pose. And it's made out of wire. It's probably rebar, because you're that, so far away and it's so it's, big, and it's it looks like how big it, is, is it? It's
0: twice the scale. Twenty five feet tall. Oh, it's really big.
1: Yeah, it's thirty feet tall, maybe. Yeah, it's humongous. Saying so including he- he- the whole body, head, the whole head, arms, the whole the bit. head. I'm pretty. The head. the tail, the whole oh, damn, damn thing. thing. I need I need I'll have Portia send me a picture or send you a picture of it. OK, well, we'll she won't even that. think I'm weird. Like, hey, can you send Paul a picture of that giant like statue of the naked lady? The wire metal statue. Yeah, I think you should do a giant stone John Wilkes booth.
0: Oh, Jesus,
1: do you do you remember? Do you remember that? Uh, do you, I don't remember him. No, I know you're we supposed to be related. But. Do you rem- No, I know that. But yeah. no, you're you're uh, it was a South Park episode. It was the Super Best oh, Friends episode. Oh yes. Where they uh it was um it was like Jesus and Buddha and Muhammad and all these different like uh religious figures that actually banded together to be superheroes to like save something. Mm-hmm. And someone I forget how it worked out, but someone reanimated or brought to life this statue of of Abraham Lincoln. Yes, I remember that. And yeah. Moses was like the all-powerful, all-knowing leader of the whole group Mm -hmm. of the super best friends and they're like well moses what are we going to do and he goes "Mm, i don't know what are we trying to do we need to kill a giant stone abraham lincoln (laughs) because it was crushing cars because it was crushing cars and killing people Yeah. yeah and uh said oh i don't know a giant stone john wilkes booth and I, I'm telling you, I. we've talked about laughing so hard that you hurt something. Yes. That you pull something. Yes. Like you've definitely, something is out of sorts. And and they find a statue and they do this. They bring it to life and then they give it a command to kill Abraham Lincoln. He just walks up behind him and just goes bang. <laughs> and then the stone Abraham Lincoln falls down and then they deactivate the stone John Wilkes Booth. So simple, so stupid, but yet so fucking cerebral and hilarious. Yes, it is. I love it. All at the same time. A giant stone John Wilkes boots so anyway, i
0: have these these i'm going to say i have these torsos coming i have got a lot more so
1: strange please say plastic torsos not from a living person <laughs> right sorry so- not from a you're correct
0: uh, and then some uh, uh expandable foam and i'm going to start playing around with this because i kind of want to see anyway because i want to see what the good mold motor le- mold motor releases are to to make a good shape and if i i i know if i do it right and if the angle of the of the of the carbon fiber lattice work is correct I think it'll look really cool, being this open framework. It'll weigh nothing because it's carbon fiber. It weigh like a few ounces, yeah, and be a full size thing. Again, just part of the we can post it on
1: the. I can't wait to see it. Actually, I, this sounds mm-hmm. really cool, and I, I I hope to see it like by next weekend.
0: And you want to be crazy that cause it, I can do it pretty quickly. You know that 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 was the whole idea of this exercise is how quickly can I make something that looked really cool that was a female, nice female shape carbon fiber that someone would go that's really cool what is that looking at it real close it's carbon fiber no kidding that's cool are you gonna put nipples on it well it, it kind of will depend on where the carbon kind of goes i guess <laughs> yeah. i don't really know I, I i want to be tasteful you know but I, but i don't want to be it's already gonna be weird because it's carbon fiber chick but um no, i
1: think it's gonna be really cool okay
0: then i thought to myself what if i just took pictures of it and and threw it up on
1: Ebay and said that these were for sale, and see how much you get <laughs> for it.
0: What if what if I what if I got like five hundred orders or something? That would be kind of crazy.
1: Sounds like uh, you might be hiring me to help you out.
0: <laughs> yeah, between all your other ventures you have going on, right? Um. So, oh, speaking of Abraham Lincoln, and then uh, we got to go. I think at some point coming okay, up shortly. Yeah. But, but we got uh, there. There was a CNN special series in Abraham Lincoln that was out earlier this year, like a six-part, seven-part series or something. And I finished. Why I watched part of it earlier on. I knew most of what was what was about his life, and then it went on to Mary. We all know she had a trouble. You know, they lost. You know, she she lost uh, a son early on to whatever kind of disease it was. I think it was cholera. Yeah, and then if I remember right. And then she was right next to her son that got. Excuse me, her husband that got shot, and then their younger kid. They went to Europe or did went to Germany for a while and came. The he got sick and died. Right. And then, uh, you know, she went back to uh, – it was all these things. I'm going, holy shit, you know. She's probably a little punchy around gunfire. I can, I can imagine also. Oh, my God. I mean, it was uh, – but I, I didn't know – we all know that Mary Lincoln didn't have an easy life, and she was, you know <laughs> – had to struggle with all the things that she had to do but there was a lot more to it I've, I've already forgotten half the things but it's like Jesus. she I,
1: I definitely know what you're talking about because I remember having a history teacher in high school talking about that, is that a lot of people don't talk about how bad yeah the women had it back then even women of uh that come from like you know well-to-do families right
0: well what we all know of right well Lincoln got shot and he was died in the theater and that's about the end of that chapter and then you don't you know but there's more to Mary There is one other Lincoln's thing life There's
1: a weird tidbit That I recall reading about That was uh, Their son Saved John Wilkes Booth's son Like pulled him in From, from oh, in front yeah. Like pulled him out From in front of a train Like he fell in front of a train or And like something. grabbed him, hold yeah. him Or something like that Yeah Which I was like That's really strange That's one of those Really odd hey, things Hey I wonder if that means
0: Had she not done that Maybe I wouldn't have been born
1: that's really weird. Yeah, because of the relation. Because of the relations.
0: But I think they lost all their. I think did she lose all of their sons? It's early before no, she died. No, Robert
1: Todd Lincoln died in 1926. He was born in
0: 1843.
1: Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, and in fact, in fact, uh, actually, he was uh U.S. Secretary of War for four years and U.S. Ambassador for, to the United Kingdom for twelve years. Nice. It was Robert Todd Lincoln. Uh, I gotta find that there it is Robert Lincoln and Edwin Booth Robert Lincoln uh, once saved from possible serious injury or death by Edwin Booth whose brother John Wilkes Booth was his brother okay was he assassin Uh, oh yeah it was it took place on a train platform in Jersey City New Jersey exact date of the incident is uncertain but is believed to be in late 1863 because uh, it wasn't made widely known at the time Uh, but yeah he saved Ed, Edwin Booth uh John Wilkes Booth's brother oh, okay. fell onto a, a train platform as a train was coming to the station and uh, 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 Robert Robin. Todd Lincoln like jumped down there, grabbed him, and pulled him up to save wow. his life, wow. which is crazy because his brother fucking murdered his dad. Like, yeah. That's incredible to me. And it was right after that, too. I thought it was a, like decades yeah, I was going to say, that happened right before it it was, he was it, shot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like a year. It was actually before John Wilkes Booth's assassination right. in 1865. Wow. That's just nuts. What a slap to the fucking face. Oh, um, one more quick anyway. uh,
0: opinion, though. Okay, let's... Uh, I'm going backwards now on the art piece I want to do, just for two seconds. <laughs> right. Would you mess around with the open lattice thing, or
1: if you had a nice molded thing, make like a perfect carbon fiber? No, I like the molded lattice with all the ne- with more negative space than positive space. Okay, got it. Yeah, I'm up against a, a white background would look really cool.
0: Yeah, and these are black walls. So You're talking about
1: the regular, the standard carbon fiber, not the different colored stuff, right? Correct. Right. And it'd be, again, it's roving, so it's like st- strand. It'd be like a um, like sm- like,
0: very small diameter rope or large diameter like string. Like the stuff
1: that's on the mash paddle at the at Blackbridge. The, wrap, the stuff that's wrapped around That's wrapped around it. Around yeah, yeah kind of like I've that. I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like really like fine thread. Kind of, sort of, yeah. Yeah. And you could just do this shape. It'd be kind of a cool thing. Anyway. I'm anyway. Sorry, that sounds cool, man. I think people would really like to see that, and I think maybe people might
0: buy it. Yeah, I'm not really thinking about it. It'd just be interesting just to throw it out there to see if someone w- it, would buy it, it for would be $450 cool. or something. Yeah, of course. And like, yeah, we'll take uh, 478 of those to put them in each one of our hotels that we're building next year. Wait, what? Oh, shit. Okay.
1: Cool, and we'll, we'll pay you uh, $3,000 a piece. Right, that'd be great. All right, I think that's all I got tonight, man. I'm tired. It's getting dark. You're tired. I'm tired. It's getting late. Sleepy Joe. All right, man. We'll see you guys this uh, Saturday. Saturday, September 18th. Cellar Door Wine Bar. Casey Frank, get yourself some wine, too. Downtown Kingman, Arizona. Bye-bye.